Hello and welcome to the 267 podcast brought to you over Zoom as all podcasts are now. Uh, so <laughs> audio is weird, that's why. Joined by the little gremlin who lives in your walls, my regular co-host, Mike Palin. Lives in the walls big enough. a bit creepy. Small, big wall. <laughs> yeah, I regretted it as I said it. Um, and also joined by Sam, Samuel McKinnon. Uh, Hello. Year 13, so now I guess just normal adult. Jobless. Yeah. Jobless. <laughs> yeah. Insignificant. Purposeless. Yeah, purposely unemployed. Sam McKinnon. Uh, <laughs> Your life is nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the moment, I've got three months. I'm glad exactly. we're starting this chat off on a cheery <laughs> note. <laughs> Everything's like? meaningless. You are an empty vessel, Sam. <laughs> yeah, uh, audio may be a bit weird on this one because it's over Zoom, but we're just going to roll with it. If it's terrible, deal with it. I doubt it'd be terrible. It, it I wish on the podcast we could pick up Sam's excellent haircut. Yeah, I might might just make a photo of it, the profile picture for the podcast. The picture for the, yeah. <laughs> I watched a, a film with Daniel Radcliffe about white supremacists a couple of weeks ago. That's what Sam reminds me of. I've been told I look like James McAvoy. Oh, yeah, there is a little bit of that. Hmm. Yeah, if you look at Daniel Radcliffe in Imperium, I think it's called. Imperium. Good film. I, I recommend it. Good film. Uh, but, yeah, you pretty much spot on, Sam. I mean, visual humour doesn't really work over a podcast, but it really <laughs> looks like this is the start, and then Sam's the middle bit, and then Mike's the end result. <laughs> What, in White Supremacist Journey? Uh, I was going to just go more for, like, slow breakdown over time. <laughs> Hang on, I don't feel I want to be the end of the White Supremacist <laughs> end of it. But you're fine with breakdown. Yeah. Uh, Mike, if Sam yeah. was a uh, brand of soda, and Sam, if Mike was a brand of soda, wow. what brand would he be? Sam would be Gatorade. <laughs> and my, I feel like you'd, you'd be Iron Brew. <laughs> Made in Scotland from Goddos. <laughs> yeah. Okay, pack these up. Ben, ben you'd be Mountain Dew. Oh, I'm not sure how I did. Yeah. You know, just best in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mountain Dew in the morning. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So many jokes were there, and I was oh. like, no, they all, I could see myself cutting them out. So now I've just started not saying them. Uh, oh, really? Which is really got, like. Gone in an editing system. Yeah, it's a next level <laughs> podcast move, which is. Wow. Just not say the offensive thing. Is it like AI? It <laughs> yeah, it's just, just like. Build. It's just a chip in his head now. Yeah. I'm the new 267 sort of Alexa. Um, <laughs> You ask me a question and then you just get like a really sarcastic response back uh, that isn't helpful in any way. That's no different from the last five years, Ben. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. Named it now, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Ben, sorry, I, I digress. I apologise. That's fine. That's what we're here for. We, we're going to have a standard topical discussion uh, because it feels like there's the elephant in the room of. COVID-19, coronavirus, 
I've also heard it referred to as the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Uh, because you're not allowed, you're not allowed to say um, COVID nineteen or coronavirus, so now people have started referring to it as the Backstreet Boys reunion tour, which I quite like. The Rona, or the Rona. I've heard the Rona. Rona. The Rona. Uh, and I think yeah, it's good to address it, uh, and also it sort of changed youth work a lot in the last couple of weeks. I think we've probably all had different impacts from it, but I think, uh, yeah, it's made a big change. Um, so I thought I'd start just by asking Sam, sort of, as someone just at the end of the youth work, uh, youth work receiving age. Yeah. Is that the right term? Sure. Uh, how has it sort of impacted uh, everything going on at the moment? Well... In some ways, not massively, because we're still having weekly meetings. Um, uh, sometimes they feel less... Uh, I think discussion is harder on video calls. That's what yeah. we've been using a lot. We've had video calls, because obviously you can only really have one person speaking to everybody else and then one person responding. Yeah. You can't have, can't break away into smaller groups as easily. I know you can do it, but it's, it's certainly a lot harder. Um, so yeah so but on the whole it's kind of just been the same just all moved online um, personally I've struggled to get up on Sunday mornings mm. um, to catch church services um, but I'm working on doing better at that so that then when we have discussion time with youth groups it can have a focus of the talk that was on the Sunday I like that have you felt a bit um, we chatted to someone yesterday about there's been sort of sat, we've hit saturation level of online stuff yeah yeah I've certainly I've been using online stuff all the time um, wasting time on it and doing productive things on it it's certainly because it's harder now to be in contact with anyone other than online. You know, I'm living with my family, so I've got those other three people to interact with. But if I don't want to interact with them, the only other way to interact with another person is online. Um, and so, yeah, it's certainly also getting distracted by other things. You know, you go online to talk to someone. Uh, Instagram is one of the ones I really struggle with go online to message my friends and then end up spending an hour mindlessly scrolling through posts because i've just gone on there to chat to them i see the first thing that comes up and i keep scrolling and keep scrolling so and it's I, I, one of the things i think is interesting that we all love online stuff and your generation lived in the online world so much better than adults or my age does and yet it's really interesting that nothing can replace that human contact, yeah. that sort of I think, people orientated thing that, that I believe that young people are so good at, you know, these deep friendships, yeah. these community. And I think it's weird that we're trying to almost replicate it, but we will never be able to do it because it's impossible. It's, yeah, I think one of the things I've seen a lot is what's the thing you took for granted most about right. being able to go out. And I think for me it is physically seeing people. Because I'd always be like, okay, I can see someone, but I can also just FaceTime someone. If they're just someone that I would uh, like just sit and chat to, I can just 
FaceTime him and it'll be the same. And it's really not. You think it is, but you know, it's something completely different. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but yeah. No, I agree. I think I made this discovery when I started uni of um while it's still nice to be able to catch up with people over FaceTime, like I've caught up with loads of people regularly, it's still not the same as seeing someone in person. Yeah. Uh, and I think there is a there's a different sort of closeness. Yeah. So it's just right tiring to talk to people over FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have to work out more non verbal cues and stuff like that. Yeah. Um we're designed to work on expressions and hand yeah, yeah, signals and, and physical contact. We even you, Ben. I bet you know the whole just how you posture yourself and mm. you know lean standing away from st- people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't do that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's been a yeah. I think you're interested in your statement, Sam, about what what we most thankful for that we took for granted. Yeah. I think, yeah, the presence, that being in the company of high-quality people um, yeah. that are so good at doing community, that are so good at making you feel special when you're in the room, that no matter how jolly they are on Zoom, it, it doesn't even come close. And so my worry yeah. is the longer this goes on, those people that really thrive, so not I don't want to get caught in the introvert-extrovert thing, but every single human being... I think will thrive in the company of quality people. Mm. And the longer this goes on and you don't have that, that closeness, I think it becomes much, much harder and really affects us on levels that we maybe don't know about yet. You know? Yeah. Well, cause we've never experienced something like no. this before where you, where no. you cannot go and see people. It's always been a choice before. Yeah. You know, there, there will be times where I've gone two weeks when I'm on holiday, for example, there'll be two weeks. Um, so, Last year, we, uh, yeah, when we were in India, that was two, just over two weeks where I only spoke to my family, where I was in a place with just my family. There were other people I interacted with whilst we were out, but not in any way. Um, so the only way I could catch up with people was by FaceTime. But that's a choice, and that's why it feels different. And now it feels like, actually, I'm not choosing to do this. I'm being forced to do this. And yeah. what I want to do is go and see people. So I think having got the, the idea of someone receiving youth work might tell you find it having to sort of do the providing youth work online. Uh, I, well, I think it's horrid. I think it depends on who you are. So the two things that are against me is one, I'm not tech savvy like other people are. And the other thing, I'm just so wired to be physically present with people. Yeah. I think that there are two things that are so against me that if I attempt to do something online, I don't think it's as good as it could be. And then even when I do do something online, it doesn't give me the same sort of energy that I would do if I was in the company appeal. So I'm, I'm finding it really difficult. And so I'm trying to navigate that and also maybe help other youth leaders that are naturally uh, maybe wired the same as me, but also have the same gifts of gathering people and encouraging people and, whenever you're in a room with them, they're the center of the universe and that makes them feel really important. When you can't do that, I feel, I, in my last blog I wrote about, there was a line from Dr. Seuss where, Dr. Seuss where he said, uh, it was the waiting place and he said he felt like a kite without wind, kite waiting for wind. And I said, that's what I feel like. I feel like I've got a kite. I really want to fly the kite, but I can't fly the kite because I've got no wind and I can't control the wind. 
And so I feel useless because the only thing I've got to do is fly my kite. I can't do anything else. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm finding it a bit of a battle daily. So I've immersed myself in, in Zach. Um, and for three weeks, we've been doing school and adventures and building gutter in, in hot wheel tracks in the garden, you know. And I'm hoping the payoff in that will be, you know, as much as anything else. Sam, who have you missed the most? Who have I missed the most? This is like uh, a bit of a chance to shout out someone, really. Yeah, well... When they hear the podcast, when they'll they, feel really special. Well, it, I don't know. And also causing drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the most difficult things at the, uh, is that I don't... There's not like one person that I go towards. It's not like there's one person who I really miss. I miss the small amounts of time I spend with all the people I see. So the Pile Boys, for example, I'm used to seeing them. You know, um, Becky is around here almost every week, at least once. Sorry, I'm it's just been... quoting. I don't miss anyone uh, in the Listen <laughs> group <laughs> Becky is around here like every week. And so I haven't seen her in ages. Tori's around here almost every week. I haven't seen her in ages. Uh, um, my boys from gang show, Tom and Maxim, uh, mm. I think it's weird because they're the people I'm con in contact with the most. We've been online every day, like the past three weeks. Um, but as we were saying earlier, it's not the same at all. So I really miss actually seeing them. You should be a politician, Sam, because that was the most diplomatic answer. I know. In the world. <laughs> you so avoided naming anyone. And it was yeah. almost like, well, I don't love only one person. I love everyone. No, but it, it, I, it is kind of like that, though, because it's not as if there is, is it though, one Sam? person. Is it? Well, for me, there isn't one person that I really want to see. Oh, okay. It's I want to see everybody. So I could list everyone. But There was somebody that put something online yesterday. Is there, after this is all over, there's some people I still, still want to socially distance still, myself from. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, I need that on a T-shirt. And basically... Yeah, well, I, I have to say, I didn't miss you someone. Uh, well, I have to admit, as much as it isn't a nice thing to do, whilst out with a dog walk, I usually probably would have avoided saying hi to them uh, because they really can talk for England. And then today, I was like, this is exactly what I need. <laughs> Very happy to see them. Uh, it was like Christmas, human interaction. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, right time to have a dog. Yes, yeah. I'm so glad we have a dog. Do you have a same route that you do with it, Sam, or do you have to mix it up? Well, it depends who I'm walking with when I'm doing it. So um, I currently have a route. This is, I don't know if this is something you're going to be asking later on, Ben, but I'm using dog walks as worship time. Um, Good so segue. there's these really, really big open fields that we live near. Um, so I walk through those and I usually really don't like singing in front of people. Um, so being in a big open field in the silence with my headphones in with the music really loud so I can't even hear myself in case I'm singing badly. Um, I just start singing the songs I'm listening to. I love that nice. image. That's a great picture. What's it's your voice usually, like, Sam? We, let's not go there. Segway on to another bit. <laughs> it's, usually, <laughs> it's usually broken up by me having to yell at my dog. Right. But, you know, it's it's still all worship, Sam. Yeah, yeah, Sam, you're quite right. I was about to ask in that field. You beat me to the punch, but I'll take. I got that first. Of um, 
sort of how have you found uh, sort of because I was having this chat with James Manning, who if people have listened to the podcast with him on or know him will be familiar. A shout out. I know, big shout out. Uh, and I was sort of saying, I feel guilty because usually I have excuses in my head for why I haven't read my Bible that day or spent ages praying that day or spent a long time in worship. And then now I don't have any excuses and I'm still not doing it. Yeah. Um, so how is it you guys are finding ways to sort of keep any sense of that kind of regular worship, prayer? Do you think it's increased, decreased, made the same? Has it been impacted? Yeah, probably the wussy answer for me is I think it's almost a... It's, it's, it's sort of hasn't really gone up or down Mm. i think it's been nice to not rush out the house in the morning i think the first hour of the day is probably our most sort of frantic time because your school run and breakfast and packed lunches and stuff like so actually zach's been chilling eating his breakfast watching a bit of telly and i've come out in the garden because we've had the sun and i've sat here with a bit of worship and drunk my coffee and so that maybe that unhurried thing has made the the quality of or the depth of what I've done slightly more substantial because it's been slightly less hurried. So was it yeah, Mike, was it you that spoke a while ago about um on your drive to work you drive past that bench that you've always Oh yeah to, yeah. And I did it that, once next yeah. Haley because Haley said I want you to do it once a week and then send me pictures of the evidence. <coughs> and I did it I managed it once uh, I think it was the fuel in February, and I think I managed it once, and then this all happened. Yeah. I didn't do it as many times as I could, but this has almost been the replacement, actually, because I've yeah, been out nearly every morning. Yeah, so that, I haven't thought about that, Sam. That's helpful. Mm. And I think I need to, because the other thing people are saying is, you know, what one thing are you going to prioritise when this is all over that you maybe didn't realise you needed to prioritise? And I think it is this, this chunk in the day in early in the day of just space rather than turning on my computer and then automatically that's it it's game over you've got to work through emails and you respond to things and it's doing something before anything else gets in the way um so i've got to find the equivalent of sitting in my garden in the sun with my coffee when normality returns really my i think my problem with that is um my early in the day doesn't exist <laughs> it's just day. <laughs> it's just day <laughs> but like i usually at this point i would have been awake for what well, it's four i usually get up at seven so that's like nine hours i would have been up yeah nine and a half hours i think i've been up six five five or six hours um yeah i've been sleeping lots wow uh, yeah what you lucky I'm not even going to say it. Well, the thing is, I, <laughs> that's what I think. I don't have anything to do. So you also don't have a child. I imagine that um, yeah, yeah. reduces the urgency of but working yeah, out. In terms of finding time, I'm still I'm struggling on some parts, but I, I was doing this thing through Lent, and I just want to continue doing it, of listening to one worship song every day. The um, same one, a different one? Different song. 
just a worship song because I listen to so much music that you know chucking one worship song a day isn't gonna <laughs> mess everything up. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so I've been trying to do that, and also the the dog walks have been quite nice to just be, you know, it's similar to what you were saying, just time with me and God. Um, I want to try and read my Bible a bit more. Um, me and the youth group have been talking a lot about uh, these uh, New Testament in 40 days or um, the Bible. Like you can, yeah, loads of like different um, like courses that you can read the Bible in a set amount of time. I want to try and do that, read some bits of the Bible that I maybe haven't explored bits um, and not just mindlessly read them, but actually study them as well. So I was going to ask what is, and don't it doesn't matter if you've sort of covered bits of it already, but uh, what would you say is the number one thing that you think has been negatively impacted and the number one thing that you think you've actually learned or been positively impacted by? Uh, possibly relating to faith, but if it's just a general thing, that's fine too. Uh, I was thinking that um, for me, I think the positive thing is that there's been sort of a real um, shift in values for a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of people get onto that sort of treadmill of sort of just keep going. Um, and then a lot of people have stopped to sort of readjust and say, yeah. why am I working so hard? Why am I, what am I actually pushing towards that kind of thing? And I think a lot of people have had to sort of most confront what nothingness is and yeah actually what meaning do they have in their life which is very heavy but i imagine is also drawing a lot of people to faith at the moment so yeah i think that for me is the positive and i'll come back to you on the negative the I think positive oh, go on. Go on, Sam. Uh, positive for me would have to be um i thought i was going to be a lot worse when it came to overthinking I tend to be a massive overthinker when it comes to this. I thought I was going to be really bad with it, that, you know, certain events that have happened were just going to keep coming back in. The empty time that I spent doing nothing was just going to get filled with, like, stressing over things that really don't need stressing about. Um, and that's not happened anywhere near as much as I thought it would. It has happened a bit because I, I think that's just how my brain, I know it's the same for a lot of people, how that works. But it's not happened anywhere near as much as I thought it was going to. And it's really helped me to be more, it's helped me to be more at peace with this. Um, so I can actually find time to think about more meaningful things rather than stressing about things that either I have no control over or just actually don't matter. Yeah. It's really good. I think, I think the, the sort of, I'm still unpicking this as a, a, th <coughs> a thought maybe, but I think because the fact that what we're experiencing is effective affecting everyone because normally when something happens in the world it's almost over there you know so i yeah you know a couple of things that thought about you know that you know when a an earthquake happens in haiti or so you almost like or there's a war it's almost like over there and then even when things are close to home so i remember waking up on the morning of 7-7 when the bombs went off in london and i was like yeah that's really bad and obviously we were praying and stuff but i was like well that's that's in london and I'm here, and I remember just like thinking, I don't quite get it because 
it's it's not in my sphere and i think something about the fact that this that no one is exempt you know apart yeah. from what is it three guys on the international space station and six guys in the arctic expedition base you know everyone's affected by this and so i think one of the big things to come out of it is this awareness of the other person because i think our world got very individualistic it got very individualistic in how i compared myself to somebody else also people being very driven to succeed themselves rather than seeing others succeed or their other communities succeed and my hope is that actually as we get out of this that there's this greater awareness of not only the person next door but of of other countries of other communities of other groups of people so that actually when i then choose to pour myself into something i can allow other people to be blessed by that but also when then something quite defined happens to another community i can react to it knowing that actually it could have been me that that went that happened to so i think the awareness of the other person i think would really be a real positive to carry on after this that's my thought um, oh. And you want a negative, do you, Ben, afterwards? Yeah, I mean, this won't be our last question, but I think it's it's good to address the positive and the negative. Have some realism. Um, but I think, uh, for me, it's probably... I imagine we'll all be similar, but um, I think just the lack of quality time with people. I'm not a, not a great believer in the love languages sort of thing, but when I do take that um, that set of quizzes, that's always my top one. Um, and it just feels like more work hanging out with people online. Yeah. Uh, mm. And it leaves me sort of drained more than social interaction to, even does usually. Um, so I think that... Hold on. Go ahead. I, I think that's because when we're online, we feel like we have to do something. Mm. So when you chat to someone online, you have to chat. Whereas when you have mates around or you're seeing people face to face you sometimes can just be in the same room doing different things but it yeah. still feels more connected and doing that online just feels weird yeah i'm with you it's something that i've noticed it is just yeah, yeah. that's a good point i think it is just strange generally it's just not how we're built to interact i don't think yeah and that I think that'd be my negative was that I think the physical connection that people need and thrive on, I think, I think has been really obviously, and we needed to do it this way. But I think that the the lack of that, and I, I've talked to a few adults who are maybe single parents and they live in a house with their kids, and their their hankering for adult contact is actually really really significant. I probably would say, you know. I am missing various people. I'm not going to name any, Sam, because that's what we do here. Um, but obviously, I've got the company of Kirsty, and when Zach's in bed, we have that really good catch-up, and then we watch a bit of trashy telly, and we eat snacks. But if you haven't got that, I think, and my worry is, you know, what is the, the negative impact of that lack of physical, even from being in the same place, right through to embracing someone, through to that affection that you get when you hug someone you haven't seen for a while, you know, but yeah. So my worry is what is the, the long-term damage of that? But can we, you know, when is it all over? Is it such a sort of celebration that 
you sort of feel alive that actually it makes it all okay again. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just really excited to go for a coffee. I'm so pumped. Do you know, I said that something yesterday. Yeah. I haven't bought a coffee for a month. Do you know what? I was, I was gassing up. Uh, so I turned 18 on the day that school finished. My birthday was the same day we just got, essentially they, I came into school. It was all like, yeah, I'm 18. Woohoo. And then they just went, yeah, you're going home. And so we just went, right, okay. Um, and so I've been waiting to go to the pub for ages <laughs> just because it's a social place and I want to see people. Yeah. And then the day that I'm allowed to, they just go, yeah, we're shutting all the pubs. Now you're in lockdown. Hey, ho. What do you think God might be telling you about that, Sam? <laughs> well, no, the thing is, I, you see, I told you about this. I'm not I, drinking. I'm not drinking. So I know, it's, you know, it's a social text, thing. That text made me the happiest man of that month. I, I was so in awe of your decision to make that stand. I thought you were very brave. Do you know what? I've even had the temptation. The boys bought me a 10-pack of um, cider, which is now sat under my desk. So I've, I've been You've done keeping well. that aside. Yeah. Um, I've, ben, I've made excellent coffee every morning, but there's nothing quite like having one made for you. Yeah. Just going, sitting down in a cafe... Watching someone a bit weird do something weird in the do corner. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's people watching. My, I'm so hyped my, for people watching. <laughs> my negative, on a very real note, um, is my bank account. Um, I may have fallen victim to two new pairs of shoes, which I don't think anyone yeah. is surprised about. Um, so that's, that's the very practical one. Uh, the other one is, yeah, just the lack of things that, again, I think we spoke about this a uh, a few minutes ago, the the things we took for granted that I never realised I missed. Um, you know, the simplicity of being able to say to someone, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on a dog walk. Do you want to come with me?" So like, no, she can't do that. Now all your dog walks have to be either with the other owner of the dog or by yourself. Um, work is something I'm really missing. Um, both actually weirdly schoolwork stuff and working at Simmons. Because I'm I just, if that helps, yeah, but for not working me there, too. for the other reason. Yeah, which is the <laughs> glorious food. We were we were going to be staying open, but yeah. Well, think of that day when you open. It's going to be. Did you see the yeah. light party that Wuhan had when they opened their city? No. Yeah, Wuhan had a light party. Wuhan China had a light party. Um, to celebrate opening their city after 76 day lockdown because they've decided to open. And it was like, yeah. it was like the millennium or the opening of the Olympics. Yeah. It was I think insane. As soon as lockdown's lifted, I mean, this country's going to go crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine the first time we gather for worship? The live worship. It is going to yeah. be cool. It'd be great. As you were saying yeah. about banking, Sam, it's really interesting. I think if you look at my amazon or ebay ordering and you didn't know the lockdown was happening you'd think i'd have had a, a breakdown of some sorts yeah if you were just to look at all the items so i bought <laughs> i bought uh some new power saws which is obviously handy i bought some concrete craft so making craft out of concrete lovely uh, i bought potassium permanganate and hydrogen peroxide so that we can make explosions in the garden with zach <laughs> And now, now Mike's on a watch list. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With concrete yeah. and that. And I bought a new computer. They're thinking, 
he is on some sort of plan. You know? You're either making your son, you're either teaching your son to do construction work for you, or to make bombs. It's one of the yeah. two. Yeah. It's well, I'll let well. you let you think about which one. <laughs> I just like the idea that you're making Zach build you an extension or something. <laughs> you know, I tried. I tried that as well, Ben. I tried to do that. B and Q won't deliver now. Oh. You have to wait to get on their website now. There's a waiting yeah. list to get on their website. So I was going to. I was going to do that, Ben. You had me on that one. I was going to build. Look, I'll show you. This won't come out on the podcast. Check out these bad boys. Ooh. This is concrete craft I've made. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. I know. I know. It gets better than that. We made concrete Lego. Oh, cool. Oh, that's very cool. Is it we're got the bottom side on, on the bottom of them. Yeah, we got nice. I ordered extra strong magnets. Bring mate. Nice. This is Love Christmas that. for the next five years, mate. I am sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Last question. What is the thing that you're going to be more grateful for or attempt to be more grateful for? It's day one, you've just got outside, fresh air, there's people around. What are you? What are you going straight for and showing gratitude for? I think just the simple nature of seeing people. Um, it was a, a conversation me and my mum had a while ago. Um, when the 2012 Olympics happened in London, the whole city just seemed to light up. Everybody spoke to each other. Me and my mum went, and we were just sat in McDonald's, and the guy opposite us just started a conversation. And you, you know, London is one of the cities that is notorious for that never happening. Mm. Nobody on the tube speaks to each other. If you're sat opposite someone, you just ignore them. But actually, when the Olympics happened, that really lifted everything. And what I've been praying for and hoping for is that that happens after this. Yeah. Is that everyone realizes that actually, why not start spark up a conversation with the person opposite you on the tube or? the the person you're buying your coffee from you know that and that's what i think i'm going to be more grateful for is just people and being able to be around people again yeah. no point always being grumpy and frustrated yeah. with people when actually you know we're now locked inside and you can't see anybody except the people you live with i think i'm uh, i'm going to be grateful for just for space physical space that I can just get out uh, and my health, you know, this, this is horrid, this stuff. It affects so many different people. And, you know, I'm really thankful that, you know, my family are healthy, you know, um, and the fact that, you know, we can just, we live in a place which is really easy and free. I'm free to be a Christian. I'm free to love my boy. I'm free to go for a walk. I'm healthy. And I just, yeah, I don't want to take that for granted. And, yeah, I probably and probably deep down as a dad, I think, you know, I don't ever want to have seen this as something I had to grip my teeth and get through so that Zach could go back to school. I wanted to see it as an utter privilege to be able to have a couple of months just us and not see that as a, a negative. So even though I might feel exhausted at times, you know, I'm hoping it will be something that will be a really significant benefit to our relationship. I think for me, because uh, I've said numerous times in my life that I'm someone that if I was locked in a room by myself, I'd probably be okay. Uh, and that's being put to the test. And it's kind of true. Uh, but I think sort of gratitude for freedom of choice 
even yeah. if I wouldn't have necessarily gone and done something, the choice to and the freedom to, I think, is massively taken for granted. So, yeah. Good answer. Just sort of appreciating that I'll be able to wake up and go and do anything will be nice. Yeah. Really excited to go to the cinema. Oh, yeah. yes. We were Very just good. ramping up to getting our Bond tickets and climb Snowden in the same week. Yeah. Sam, you might be able to climb Snowden now in the autumn. I might, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I'm looking at all the... Well, it depends. If it's in the autumn, I might be at uni. It, it might be, be just before we go. Yeah, well, I, I go on I go on the 18th of September, I think. Ooh. Yeah, I'll be around then. But we said early yeah. September is the plan. Yeah, we've got one. Yeah, seat. well, I should be, should be around <laughs> then. Yeah, there's a number Gap of things that I can now do. Jack Bourne moved his wedding and it really mucked everything up for my plans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. uh, I thought we might end, we don't usually do it on the podcast, but I thought we'd end with a prayer. Yeah. Uh, if we good. just go around and then if we maybe leave 30 seconds at the end and then whoever you are listening at home, you can join in. Brilliant. Uh, so I'll open. Uh, uh, God, yeah, in this time of weirdness and loneliness and isolation, uh, please just remind us that uh, we are united uh, mm. and that there is no, while we may feel physical isolation, that is just an illusion. Uh, and actually, we are all connected. Um, I pray that the people who are really struggling, uh, people who are ill, people who are working still, uh, particularly people in the NHS uh, on the front lines of this all, uh, have the support they need and uh, feel the support of the people uh, behind them, which I think is pretty much everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm a... Yeah, man. Yeah, dear God, I just want to, yeah, just really help those, like Ben said, that are just struggling. Uh, would you enable us as Christians to be people of hope? Um, would we speak hope? Would we, um, you know, just look out for people? And would this hope be almost something that is really tangible and others can hold on to and grab hold of? And it will give them a certain stability until this is over. And then when this is old, over, they'll realise that this hope we speak of isn't just for a season, uh, but is for any time of life where we may feel a little bit shaken. Um, but thank you uh, for so many people being creative with their faith. Uh, would you use it to do great things? And when this is all over, would we, would we not revert back to the behaviours of before where the world becomes very individualistic and unaware of those around them? Would you make us a much better uh, race uh, in terms of community and loving our neighbour? Amen. You know, we pray for protection through all this, that you would just be with us all, all times. Um, in the midst of all this, we, we thank you for the way that you're moving. Um, we pray that we know that you are with us um, and that even though at times isolation may make us feel alone or uh, like we have a lack of interaction that actually Lord you are with us all the time 
we pray that instead of using this time to complain about the situation that actually we we use it productively and we use it to um, learn about you and know your love Lord. amen amen and leave 30 seconds here if you're listening at home And amen. Amen. Great. Great. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll probably be back with another one soon because I'm bored and I have more time to edit. Yeah, Uh, do it. Love that. And also it's good and valuable. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.